All right. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome back to Campfires and Cat Holes. What's happening? <laughs> Welcome to the party. Uh, How are you th yeah. this fine day, Carlson? I am enjoying the cooler weather, that's for sure. Feels like fall. I am too. I'm I'm loving it, man. I can't wait to do some deep cold backpacking and ha hammock camping. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you, but let's enjoy fall. Let's not let fall get away from us. <laughs> well, no. no we've I actually know. had a fall this year. I don't know how many years it's been since we've had a fall, but we've had. Well, a fall. somebody flipped the switch uh, about a week ago. And uh, let's see who's in the chat. We got yeah. Tanya. Yeah. We got Who? Jeremy. Yeah, backpacking with Jason. Hey, cousin. And so as people are coming in, um, <laughs> why don't you tell them about our show tonight? Or so we can talk about the first things first. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about the Indiana YouTubers fall meetup that we just had last weekend. And that was a success, even though we had some questionable weather, had a little bit of rain yes. and not a lot of sun, but I mean, that's what happens when you and I get together. So I think everybody that showed up expected it to rain because, I mean, we were together. But right. uh, no, what a great time. Been. We had some uh, some new faces, old faces like yours. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, a lot of good people coming out. It was so much fun. Um, the chili. Can we talk the about chili. the chili for we a minute? Seven kinds of chili. Seven different. And I think I sampled every single one. Oh, so I know I did. You can imagine how I felt the next day. Yeah, but uh, no, thank you all for coming out. That was so much fun to see everybody. Um, I enjoy it every year, just yeah, uh, and just um, hanging out. And it was kind of a it was kind of a low, low key, you know. Um, I think we had a few costumes, maybe three or four. Um, yeah, you know, so we didn't have as much participation in that, but but then again, I didn't emphasize it, and I really did a poor job of really being clear about what was going to happen anyway so <laughs> well hey you know what everybody that was there they are uh adults and they can figure it out right <laughs> well that, that's my, bring my your costume if you want yeah bring your costume if you want so, but i yeah. will say i will say before we get started too much into this i want to announce the dates for the spring one um go ahead and the spring dates are now i'm gonna mess it up April 5th, 6th, and 7th. There you go. Is that right? Not the 8th, not Monday too? No, not, not the <laughs> yes. 8th. 5th, 6th, yep. and 7th at the Blackwell Horse Camp. Uh, again, a giveaway, but we're in, hopefully it'll, we'll have nice weather for that. But yeah, I just want to let everybody know that 5th, 6th, and 7th of April, I expect more people to come. You know, it grows every year. I think we had, I, I never did get a true count. I would have. I would imagine we were in the 30s again this year, wouldn't you think? Pretty close to 30. Uh, probably, I maybe just across the threshold of 30. Uh, I don't think yeah. we were like 60 like that one, but um, I think we were. Yeah. No, but you know, we like like Jeremy from All Things Outdoors. He ditched us this year. Right. Tanya, she said she had better things to do. Yeah. Do something else. Stony, here he is. He said, you know, he said, forget it. I'm not. I'm not hanging out with you guys, but it's all right. We'll get the AT. Friends. He's doing the AT. Wow. Okay. Start the April first. Man. That's hey, crazy. If I had a chance to be on the AT, I would. Uh, I'd be there as well, Stony. You go, Stony. Uh, good luck on that trail. You're gonna yeah. love it. You're gonna love it. 
yeah. enjoy it. Go slow, take your time and take the scenery in and enjoy it. That's, an, that's such a great experience. Yes. So now let's get to <laughs> the crux of the matter. So you trying to sound <laughs> educated. Let me, you can't so even spell me, crux. So let me tell you all why we had this guest on tonight and how that came about. I was perusing Amazon as I often do. And I came across uh, a, a book that is called Hoosiers Hidden Hikes. And then I found out that it's written by someone local. Uh, well, relatively locally, lives in Louisville. But, um, but here's the book. And so I started kind of perusing it. I, I ordered it. I started perusing it. And there are places in here that I have not been. Uh, lots of them, actually. There, there's a, a bunch that I have, but there's a few places that I have not been into, been to. And these are pretty awesome. They're waterfalls, they're rock outcroppings. They're, and so I thought, hey, it might benefit our community to have him on to talk about the book. And it'll benefit his book as well. But I really, I really think this is the perfect audience for this, mostly Hoosiers who like to be outdoors. So that's how I got a hold of Tim stoops and that's why we're having him on he's going to talk about it and so without further uh delay um i will we're going to bring him in so everybody welcome tim stoops hello hey thank you so much for having me hey, on tim. love that absolutely hat, <laughs> yep and before we get started backpacking with jason is in the chat i just want jason i just want you to stick around and we're going to show you how awesome indiana is Right. We already know about Kentucky. So yeah. this guy knows some places. <laughs> it's our turn now. <laughs> Love the hat. Why not get into it? Explain the hat. You've got that in almost all your videos. So the hat. I guess, I guess I gotta explain the hat. Well, to start, I'm a caver. And uh I go to a caving event every year. It's called Spelio Fest. And uh cavers are a little weird. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I first got into caving and going to caving events. I figured, you know, I need to go find me a weird hat. So I went on vacation. We went to Maryland, actually. And uh, there's a guy there at the at the bar. <clears throat> They've got palm trees. And he weaves stuff out of palm leaves. And he was selling this hat. And I was like, oh, man, that hat is me. So <laughs> I got this hat. Shoot, I've had this thing for probably 12 or 13 years now. Wow. I, yeah, I got married in this hat. Really? <laughs> nice. Yes. nice i love it my 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 mother wasn't happy about it but um everyone else liked it <laughs> and I, you know, I dress it up for holidays I, I wear it for uh i still wear it for spilio fest i i MC the event and we, oh, do you? You know, we do door prizes and stuff so yeah it's it's just a i usually you wear it in the cave i mean that would get kind of it's kind of a tall hat you gotta be careful yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little wear and tear, but it's it holds up pretty good so far. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's get into your background. Uh, tell it. Uh, I'll let Carlson ask your usual. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the book, just a little bit about yourself. Um, have you always been in the outdoors, or is it came something you knew from like maybe your parents took you out, or is it something you found later in life? What got you interested in the outdoors? Sure. Yeah. Great question. Um, I think it's, I think it's embedded somewhere deep inside of me, but, uh, I, I would attribute it to, I grew up in Maryland in a little suburb of a, of a city 
and it was a really neat neighborhood where the developers the developers just bought a huge farm and in the neighborhood it was completely surrounded by trees nice outside of that there's swamps and then there's creeks and there's train tracks and it was just a really wild terrain so when we were kids we just we spent all of our time out in the woods building forts running around um i think i'm technically a millennial but i was definitely raised gen x oh were you well good <laughs> and you're right on the right. line there right <laughs> somewhere about the third or fourth grade man we just we just went out in the woods and and uh we did it um as i got a little older we we invented a game where one of one of my three partners in crime we put on a blindfold and you spin around in circles with your finger out and then just stop and then we we get out a compass oh that was the other thing my parents were military uh -huh. so my mom you know they would buy stuff from the base exchange we had our fatigues and compasses and binoculars and stuff but with the game once they pointed we would just walk as far as we could walk <laughs> just we would explore <laughs> that direction for the day until we hit you know some private property or yeah an impassable barrier so do you think that's what awesome. uh has stuck with you all these years as far as finding off-trail stuff yeah because it, it's just it's it's so natural for me to just go off into the woods nice I, i've been doing it ever since i was a little kid probably when Arguably, maybe we shouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you go out and you camp in the woods, are you a tent guy or are you a hammock guy? Um, well, you know, it just depends on the depends on the weather. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, I've, I've got a I've got a pretty um pretty diverse set of gear, so it really like depends depends on the particulars. You know what we're doing, what the goal is. So how many trees there are the how right. many trees we're, around you? How far we're going. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly though, for, for me for camping, most of the time camping is just kind of like a necessary burden. I, I really like to just get out in the woods and just go. Go and set up the camp and just hike and explore. Like a base so you base camp it. Basically, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I was going to ask if you, my next question segues perfectly. If you're more of a hiker, backpacker, day hiker, do you set up a base camp? So it sounds like you guys like to find somewhere, an area to explore and then set a base camp and just kind of do your thing, spin around and let's go this way for the day. Or is that how that yeah. kind of works? Yeah. Um, you know, well, specifically for the Hoosier National Forest, honestly, I did a lot of day trips. Yeah. I would just ride out there. Actually, I've, I've done a lot of like, 6 a.m. I'll just wake up and just go myself, drive in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I already know I'm not inviting anyone else on that trip because they're not waking up. And, uh, you know, I have a few few goals in mind and I'll just, I'll hit it. And, when's, uh, the, when's the last time you had to dig a cat hole? Oh, boy. Since uh, we're on campfires and cat holes, let's talk right, about that. Right, we're going to ask that question. <laughs> You're really putting me on the spot here. No, that's a personal question. You're, you're not going to ask for the GPS coordinates, too, are you? Well, <laughs> did you put a sticks over it? And... <laughs> Little flags. <clears throat> Honestly, it's been a really long time. Has it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I ain't no shame Chris in that game. Can... That. He, he's just proud of himself. He never 
I got four years. Four years. I've been hiking with you since 2015, and I can't remember a time where you were in the woods and you had to go. I don't know how you do it. it. It's amazing how he just flips that switch. And yeah, no, that's, I'm jealous. That's, that's what the hat's for. That's what the hat's for. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what the bag in here. <laughs> that's where you hide the wag bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving away all my secrets today. Hey, it's, it's all community of caring here. We all we all need we all need some help. Uh, so let's talk about the book a little bit. Um, I really like the way that you have put everything together here. I like the maps. I like the ratings. Um, what inspired you to write this book? Oh boy. You know, I, I, as I got out to the Hoosier national forest and started exploring, not only was I finding really cool stuff, but I, I just couldn't believe how rare the literature was on it and just how there just wasn't, there wasn't anything, you know, I, I would find little uh, references to maybe a hollow here or a Creek or something, you know, the, the shooting star cliffs, there used to be a webpage for shooting star cliffs. I think it's gone now. <clears throat> so I was just picking up little bits and pieces, but for the most part, then I was, having to go out and put in the hard work to go there and explore. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe. So it just, it was a, just the lack of the lack of uh, information uh, uh, for all these places that you found or, or just in general, you know, the lack of information, but, but also I just feel like there's a, there's an incredible amount of potential for the Hoosier national forest. And right. I just feel like it's, just a lot of wasted potential, you know, huge track of lands. Um, you, you can get to a track of land with hundreds of acres mm -hmm. and there's like not a parking area. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not an access trail. The only road is gated or, or if there's even a road at all, no signs or anything. I'm like, isn't this, this is federal land. Like, isn't this supposed to be our land? Like, I feel like, people should be out here and, and exploring this more. Yeah. At least make it more accessible for people to do that as well. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like everyone goes to the same places. That's why the Red River Gorge is just packed with people. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Team Wilderness yeah. is packed with people. Like there's more out here, guys. Let's spread out a little bit. Let's get some breathing room. We we have been at the gorge and we've been walking out. In fact, uh, Jason in the in the chat, we've we've been walking out and this is near Hanson's and fire still burning. Some people just left it. And that is a, a symptom of too many people in one area, I think. And, They're and uneducated and uneducated. Right? Yeah. yeah. On leave no trace. Yeah. Yeah. That trip you're talking about there. I think there was three fires we, we put out on the way out that day. And, yep. and that's not a very long trail, you know, is it three miles back? If that, yeah. so they, they almost yeah. have been, they were very dehydrated. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they start um, the fire and they never think about, oh man, tomorrow morning I'm gonna have to put this out somehow. Or, you know, <laughs> I bring a bag. Yeah. A bag is the yeah. best way to do that. You scoop it up in the creek and pour it in. Mm -hmm. Are you? Are you? So, with, along with that, are you? And I, I think you talk about this in in the book. Are Are you worried at all about creating hot spots like that 
are you worried about based on based on the fact that you give coordinates based on the fact that a lot of this stuff is off trail are you worried about the the damage to the forest as a, as a as people come to find these places yeah that was definitely a concern yeah and actually for the longest time as i explored these places and you know i'd post pictures ever so often i never told anyone where any of them were mm -hmm. my philosophy on that is like you know what if if you release one or two places and then it gets popular and people are going to flood it. But if, if I put out a book with like 25 locations in it, no one's going to slam any one area all at once. Yeah. <laughs> the other part of it too is um, I did more exploring around the Shawnee national forest. And uh, you know, I mean, there's a ton of trails out there. There's, there's a, there's a lot of little user trails. All of the waterfalls have names. They're all known. They're all marked somewhere. People go to them all the time. Right. And it's not a big deal. So. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so you've got 25 places here, mostly. And, and we should mention that most of these are in the south part of the Hoosier National Forest. So Yeah. South so, of, let's say, uh, French Lake. Um, really okay. south of, I'd say south of Lake Patoka. Patoka, okay. Yeah. Um, now this is going to be a, this is going to be a put you on the spot question. <laughs> oh boy. What's your favorite? <laughs> oh, what's my favorite? There's so many favorites. Um, I'm going to go with, there's, there's a place called Peter Cave Hollow as a caver. That I think that's that's what drove me there first. I was like, oh, is this a cave? I'm going to the cave. There's no <laughs> cave there, but um, Peter Cave. When I first went to Peter Cave Hollow, actually, we we showed up from the bottom part of it, and the land there's there's a section of private property in the middle, and we talked to the landowner. We had a good old time. He let us walk through his property, and we went and explored everything in the back. The next time I showed up, there's a gate. And no truck signs everywhere. I'm like, oh, dude, come well, on. This guy was cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Back to the drawing board. So I did a lot of driving back and forth and checking places out. And finally, I found another little parking spot and hiked in. And uh, God, that that area down there is so gorgeous. So it's just a, it's beautiful. It's not. It's uh, like the prettiest spot that you found. You think? It is really pretty. The rock outcrops are nice, but also the vegetation down there, everything is just so lush and gorgeous. Very um, cool. Yeah, it's amazing. We do have a question from the chat room. What area surprised you the most when you found it and why? Would it be that area or do you have another one for that? Um, hmm. There's a little area called Unicorn Ravine mm -hmm. that I found. That one was kind of funny because we were on our way to go hiking to a different area. And I just kind of realized as I was, as we were driving through the back roads, I was like, oh, hey, you know, there's this spot that I kind of sort of want to see, but it's probably not going to be much. Hey, guys, hold on tight. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just out of the road in the grass. And the only thing to mark this is like an old forest road sign and you can't even see the numbers on it anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I'm like, you guys, you coming or not, I'm I'm just going to run down this hill real quick. And it ended up being really cool. It it opened up into a, a neat little, like, walled canyon with some uh, little waterfalls in there. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yep. I came yep. back to it later and explored more, and there were old cars. Um. So yeah, that was really that's just a good find. I wasn't really expecting much. Is that your that the car you found? Yeah, yeah, that's the car. Oh wow, <laughs> isn't that cool? I joked about it in the book because it's like you're on a technically a forest road, and if, if there's any doubt that you're on the forest road, you hit the first car, and then you just keep going. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more questions here for you. This is cool. Thanks for the questions, guys. Uh, this is from our buddy backpacking with Jason <laughs> wag bag or cat hole. And I kind of asked you this before we came on, but <laughs> Jason is so against wag bags. That's where that's coming from. <laughs> I got to, I got to be honest with you. I, that's the first time I've heard the term wag bag. Really? We, oh, really? So in the caving world, we would call it a cave burrito. <laughs> yeah. Where you, where cool. you tin, Even better. <laughs> tin foil and lay down tin foil. And that's your, that's your little spot, and then you wrap it up in a bag and, and tie it up. He's got another question of kind of – I'm assuming is what kind of food does he like to eat in the woods? Do you, now, don't say Mountain House. Like, <laughs> mountain house. Oh, oh, yeah. They're, they're not a sponsor, huh? No, well, they're, they're, they're frowned upon by, by certain people. In the by story. Jason. By Jason. <laughs> you know what, actually um, – I'm kind of a punk when it comes to to food, man. I, I have I have not really gotten into uh, learning how to cook well in the outdoors. And actually, that's that's I need to get out with more people who are more experienced with backpacking and camping. I really do. Come out with us. We we make <laughs> we make the best stuff, man. I'm I'm the I'm the kind of guy that like I'll go to Subway, I'll eat half the sandwich, stuff the other sandwich in my bag, and just whatever. We just we. When it's cold out, when we do cold weather camping, the first night you know, you can bring a, a nice big ribeye and you cook it over the campfire and you know it's not going to spoil because the temperature is nice. So I we call that the first night steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, well, actually, that there is my answer. Actually, my go-to is quesadilla over the okay. fire. I've got a little metal grill. Mm -hmm. Stuff in mm -hmm. my pack. Yeah, and we'll make quesadillas with like ham. Sometimes we'll just do lunch meat. You know? Nice and cheese and stuff. So, um, so I kind of did that this year with uh with the tortillas and pizza sauce and pepperoni and cheese. Yeah. I packed it out Ooh. and it was it was per perfect. Like I've got a little MSR, like a seven inch <laughs> pan, nonstick, and it's just throw a tortilla, pizza sauce, cheese, pepperoni, put another on top of it, let it melt all up. Ah, that's great. It's well, good stuff. The other thing about the Hoosier National Forest is um, a lot of these hikes in here are short. Yeah. You know, you could you could cut it up, maybe do like two in a day. So sometimes I'll go do a hard hike and then I'll come out and just go to a restaurant. I, I like to support That's, the locals. I like the way you think. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you have good conversations with people. Sometimes you get leads on places to go. So it's yeah. kind of fun. So, Sony, so, we did, I think we did cover this earlier, but. Uh, is does your book cover the whole state or just more central south? And you said it's south of Patoka, mm -hmm. mostly. Yeah, mostly. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think mainly because 
for me personally, most of what's in the book was within like an hour and a half drive of Louisville. And then once I get above Potoka, I'm in like the, I'm in like the two and a half hour drive range. And there just wasn't a whole lot up there um, in the way of rock outcrops and stuff. There's right. a little bit, but I didn't think it was enough to justify me expanding the book up that way. Now you said you, you, you said you're a caber. Um, have you, and I may have asked you this before we came on. Uh, I asked you about the Deem. Have you been to the Deem much, but have you been to Patton cave at the Deem? No, I haven't been to Patton yet. Okay. That's I've, one you might want to check out. We, I, I just checked it out for the first time, what, two years ago, something like that. But it was, uh, this spring, wasn't it? Yeah. I think that's the first time I'd been there anyways, this spring. Yeah. Um, it's not deep, but it's, it's, it's pretty neat one. Uh, let me, Stoney's also asking, since you're a caver, are you part of the team that is called upon for rescue situations? I know some folks around Bloomington that are cavers and rescue teams. Have you have you been a part of that at all? I've done a little bit of rescue training, um, just like some intro to stuff. I've done like some self-rescue training. Okay. My wife, on the other hand, she got big into it. She loves it. Um, so she, she could rescue you. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's. I think she's done like the level three uh, NCRC rescue training and yeah, she, she really got into it. Very cool. Nice. Um, I, I did have a question, not in the chat, but, uh, I'm, I'm getting texts as well. Um, <laughs> and it says, um, what apps does he use and how much does he use Google to find spots? And that came from Steve Sharon from adventure outdoors. Sure. Um, you know, I, I suppose I could get into the methodology just as a whole. If you want to, unless yeah. it's a tra tra yeah. trademark secret. No, there's no trademark <laughs> secret. The, the trademark secrets are here. Uh, it's 20 bucks on Amazon. They're all gone now. Right. <laughs> we'll show that in a bit, yeah. Um, I touch on it a little bit in the book about in the map section where I just kind of explain the methodology of the maps. I, LIDAR was the biggest game changer. <clears throat> um I've, I've, I, I use the Indiana map using LIDAR mm -hmm. and sometimes it's questionable when you get on there, you know, you, you can see the shading and you're like, okay, well maybe that's a cliff. But as you start getting out and hiking more and actually seeing the places in person, you, you start to get such a good idea of what's going to be there. Then I could just look through the map and be like, Oh, here's the spot. Yeah. I'm sure there's a cliff there and I'm sure there's a waterfall there. We're going to go hike to it. Can you explain to people who may not know what LIDAR is? Sure. Yeah, light, LIDAR is uh, light imaging, detecting, and ranging. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a very high-quality topographic map where they've, they've actually flown over with airplanes and, and gotten, uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's accurate up to like three feet. So you can really see all of the little wow. pits and cliffs. Yeah. You, know, you can see the drop-offs. You can even see how good a waterfall is going to be just depending on the watershed. Uh, and fact, that's, that's what they use to find ancient civilizations in the Amazon. <laughs> that's right. That's right. right? Yeah. I, 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 I heard that. Caves. I have found a few really good caves using LIDAR. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So is that an is that an overlay for an app or is how like do you have an actual instrument or just pictures that they've flown mm -hmm. over and you know what? I, I am a paper map guy. I'm old school. So I was making paper maps and printing them off. Really, though, when I first started, it was before LIDAR. So I was using Google Maps and, mm -hmm. and topographic maps. 
Um, and a lot of times I just go hike up a hollow and see what was there. Just, it's really I, the best way. <laughs> yeah, I take good notes. So I've had so many failed trips. <laughs> so many failed trips. But but is it a failure if you if you've learned where not to go? Like you're you're, you're eliminating spots. That, that is a really good point. Yeah. 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 Try to put a positive spin on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've actually I've, I've got a lot more to do. I've kind of like I've got a lot of loose ends to tie up places that I'm not real confident there's going to be much there, but I just want to go hike and check them out anyway. Yeah. Have you ever, when you've been out, I'm sorry, Carlson, I'll let you ask a question. Hey, here. you've got the question. You're just here to look pretty. I'm just, that's what I do. I look pretty. <laughs> Have you ever um, gotten in, gotten out and off trail and you're pretty far away from the road and you've gotten yourself into a situation that was potentially dangerous? No, actually. No? Good. No. Knock on wood. I've, I'm, I've been pretty good in that regard. You know, I, I tend to stay out of trouble. And um, That's what I was going to ask, if you'd ever, like, went out to explore and find a spot and just gotten turned around and gotten lost and had trouble finding your way out. No. And, and actually, most of the areas in this book, are you're really not going that far. Right. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times you're just hiking up a creek and it's, it's you know, I, I follow the waterways. To me, it just, it makes sense in my head. Maybe it doesn't to everyone. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to know what level I'm on. But um, yeah, I've done pretty good in that regard. Now, oh, okay. good. There's been a couple caves though that I've gotten turned around in. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Just very, very, sh I, if you've ever gotten lost, it is the weirdest feeling. Mm -hmm. it's, it's its own emotion that's like six different things all together and like in the worst anxiety inside your body. And it's, it's so weird. It's hard to describe. Lost in a cave would maybe amplify that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, do I've you, been lost in the woods hunting and stuff, but never, never in the cave. I think that'd be a whole nother level. Do you chalk um, cave walls? at all do you do the chalk no no um a lot of times we go with maps if it's already mapped but then if, if we're mapping a cave um you've been in there so much like because it, it's just it's a it's a long uh it's a long technical process so usually you're going back in and you just kind of get to know the cave real well and that's that's the best way to Stay what's, on your, what's your favorite type of cave? Like, yeah, is it the stand up, the crawl through where it gets really challenging, or a mixture, or or does it matter? Ones where no one's been. Okay. <laughs> one where footprints in front of me. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out, and we talked about this a little bit before we went live, is that, uh, and and this is I'm saying this mainly for the audience, but but. I know of three arches that I've been to and you have six listed in the back of your book, um, which is crazy to me because I thought there was only three. Um, what was the first one that you found? What was the first arch that you ever found? Oh, let's see. In Indiana. Um, what, now there's Mesmore, but I knew the arch was there at Mesmore. Yeah. Um, it's probably the little Lancaster arch. Okay. That's right off of the road. And, and in all honesty, some people might see it and and it, it might be arguably an arch, but I mean, whoa. 
Is it well? Is it is it an arch proper or is it an arch that's uh, a top down arch? Maybe like like yellow birch. It's like a little tunnel. Okay. And it's it, it's got a really beautiful face to the front of it. Um, yeah. And the cliffs back behind it are really nice too. I I did a I did a little short video there not long ago. And I was hiking back behind the cliffs and I was like, you know, I don't know if I've actually explored back here. It's awesome. There's all kinds of little corridors and, and crevices and some really neat rock outcrops back there. Um, very cool. Have you ever found snakes in a cave? Um, in a cave? Yeah. Actually, that happened. <laughs> gosh, that just happened a year or so ago. Really? I've got a story. That's that's funny that you asked me that. Tell question. us a story, Tim. Tell us a story. <laughs> um, we were going through a cave. We were going to to, to do a, a big survey trip. We had all kinds of gear and bags and stuff with us. <clears throat> and uh, I don't I don't remember if I was up front or not, but someone said, "Oh, there's a snake." And and we're in a little. It's a little canyon cave. The whole cave is like this. Mm -hmm. And it was a copperhead. Ooh, big fat copperhead too. Um, so we got around it and we went through the cave and coming back, we were paranoid. We were real paranoid <laughs> <laughs> looking for the, because you know, you're crawling. Like the last thing you want to do is get bit in the face by a copperhead. That's, oh man. That's true. You're gone. Or if you get bit in the head by a, a poisonous snake. And so they all went through and we're not finding the snake. We went through the, the spot where we had seen him. And uh, there was a couple more of us left. And someone says, oh, I see the snake. He had crawled up the wall, and he was, like, face level. Oh, okay. Hanging off the side of the wall. And my buddy, he, he's like, nah, whatever. And he just goes. I'm like, I'm yeah, not snake. <laughs> we, we had an alternative route, so we climbed up and went, went through an upper passage and exited the cave. Wow. Here's a great question. No, thanks. Have you ever found any old artifacts in a cave? Well, who is that? Is that Chris? <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for that I believe question. so. Uh, no, not really. Mm. I'm not a big artifacts guy, but you know what? I, I am, I'm oblivious to artifacts. I, I know people who find arrowheads and stuff all the time, and I have yet to see an arrowhead in the woods. Really, I've spent yeah, I've spent thousands of hours in the woods, and I've never seen an arrowhead. So. Same. Yeah. I've I've always wanted thought it'd be cool to come across one. I've never found one. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about. It. I don't know if you'd planned this or not. You we kind of talked about it before we came on, Chris. Uh, you mentioned his website as well, and that yeah. your website kind of explains the book. I was wondering if you could pull that up, and we could kind of get into that Absolutely. and uh, talk about that. And so that basically, the website explains what you're getting into and researching all these places, if I'm correct. Also has the link. So it's stoopwalker.com. It also has the link where you can purchase the book. So I just want to throw that out there. Well, take, it, take us through your, take us through your website here. All right. Well, this is actually, you know, what's funny. This cover, the cover was updated slightly, but that's, that's the cover for the, for the book. Um, you scroll down a little bit. It kind of just, it, it gives the breakdown of, what's in the book that it is off trail you know most of it is no trail so i don't want people 
buying the book thinking that it's going to be a good place to take their kids for a stroll. It's right. it's not really a kid friendly book unless unless you got, you know, some some really awesome kids. I love uh, these pictures though. This gallery is awesome. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Yeah, that that uh waterfall there. Let's see the one that's kind of in the middle to the right. That's that's called uh that's Jubin Lagoon. It's it's one of the only waterfalls that I have found in Indiana that actually has like a pool at the bottom where you can where you can kind of wade in it. Someone very cool. Yeah, if, if someone knows of another one, let me know because so far that's that's about it. You see this all the time in uh, Kentucky, though. Yeah, mm -hmm. like Copper's Falls at the Red River Gorge is like yep. that. Like <clears throat> I like it. Okay, so you got you got your gallery here. You got your uh, behind. Uh, you got your links, but you've got your uh, what, what kind of a background. And I noticed this journal that you've you've been doing. Um, you've also do you also have on here? You have trip uh, reports. Is that right? Um, I've got a German German Ridge trip report on there. Yeah. Yeah. My me and my wife we went. We went backpacking along the German Ridge for our first wedding anniversary. Very romantic. <laughs> well, that, I was just—I was going to ask another question as like how how involved is your wife in in finding and going with you and all that? Oh, um, most of the time she has a she's awesome. Sometimes a sometimes I'm dragging her. <laughs> so, but. Uh, <laughs> She, no, she's she's great. She she is a she's a warrior. I, I love having my wife with me. We uh we do a lot of adventures together. So she she's as much into the outdoors as you are. Um, or yeah. is she and is she a glamper or is she a hardcore? Oh, she my she's hardcore. Really? Yeah. And you know we we have we have some different interests on on the outside of the spectrum, but a ton of overlap. Um. I think I like the crazy off-trail hiking a little bit more than she does, <laughs> and uh, she likes to get more like the the organized stuff, such as the the cave rescue and things like that. Very cool. So we were we were talking about like you know you like to explore, you like to write all these things down, or just explore these things that you you find on trail. Is that kind of the basis or how the book came about? Is you start exploring all these things and you thought, wow, most people don't even know about these. There's not a lot of research out there. And then just decided to share kind of all these experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, I think the Hoosier National Forest is awesome. Yeah, so I agree. Kind of my philosophy is um, I really like to, to get up and have a tangible, up close and personal experience with the outdoors. Everyone enjoys getting out and getting a good view. But um, I really like getting in places where I can just get right up to the rocks, going through crevices and exploring things. And the Hoosier National Forest is perfect for that because, well, for one, we, talk, we talked a little bit about this. You don't have the roto jungles like the Red River Gorge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other yeah. thing, and I love the Red River Gorge, by the way, it's awesome. But it can really just wear you out. You know, you've got roto jungles. You've got huge uh elevation gains to get up to the cliff lines a lot of times mm -hmm. you're, you're hiking up you know a couple hundred feet 
just to see a cliff face and uh, it'll really wear you out. Yeah. And sometimes your guide will take you on a goat path and scare you, scare you to death. And because like, <laughs> oh, yeah. you've got a drop off on your left hand side, I'm looking at you, Jason. There he is in the chat automatically. I hate rhododendron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. But um, so I agree with you, the Hoosier National, and it, I also agree with you that it has a lot of untapped potential that, you know, a lot of people will only stay or go to the same places. They don't go off trail. So that's what's re that's what I found refreshing about your book is that like, okay, here's a guy that's getting the work done, getting out there and finding the stuff. And I'm all about that. And so um, um, as far as the areas that you continue to explore, I mean, are you, is your goal to not map out all the, but like, is there going to be a second book? Are you going to have enough for another book eventually? Um, I wouldn't rule it out, but you know, honestly, right now I have found a few like really cool things that I eh, found like maybe two cool things that I was like, Oh man, I wish that could have made it in the book, but you know what? I'll just make a map anyway. And mm -hmm. I've got the Hoosiers hidden hikes group. Um, yeah. so if you buy the book, there's only one question to get in and I just post all that stuff on there. I don't keep secrets. <laughs> Well, and that's, um, how long did it take you to write the book? Way too long. <laughs> <laughs> so I love hiking. Uh, hiking is a lot of fun. Writing is a lot of fun. Photography. But I got to a point where uh, formatting the book and getting everything like the way I wanted it to be, uh, I understood what writer's block was. Mm -hmm. It really hit me hard. And I was kind of going in waves of working on the book. And uh, finally I found a, I found an excellent book designer and he, he doesn't let you mess around. <laughs> he tells you exactly what he wants. And he's like, I need this by tomorrow. And I'm like, Oh girl, I'll get it for tomorrow. And then he put it together and, and it ended up being absolutely gorgeous. And I wasn't going to settle for anything less than, a beautiful, easy to read book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a great layout. It's, uh, I love it. Um, let me show real quick your, your Facebook group. Cause I am a member of it. Uh, I just want to make sure that people understand that it's a private group for people who have purchased the book. Um, but it's right here. And this is, this is where you find, this is where you give your new, uh, discoveries, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I hope, that um, as other people start exploring, they'll start posting stuff in there as well. That's that's kind of the idea is that we'll just start sharing information. Okay, I like that you made the group private though. That I do, I do. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that is a a good a good thing. Keeps a good uh, cap on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. People so are willing to to share things on a private group, I think. So, so what? Um, these are these next questions are, are these are just things that we ask everybody or I'll let Carlson like your um, um, bucket list uh, hike. What is a bucket list hike for you? Oh, oh man. Put you on spot. Oh, again. Man, I still got stuff on the Hoosier National Forest to do. <laughs> well, so let's talk outside of Hoosier National Forest. Where would you like to most hike in the in the country? Let's say this. There's a funny story about that. Um, 
years ago, gosh, maybe eight or 10 years ago now, we, we did a trip. We planned a Grand Canyon trip. We were going to go to the Grand Canyon. We're going to do all these slot canyons. It was me and my wife and my buddy. And uh, I started looking at the itinerary and uh, I decided to cut out the Grand Canyon. From the Grand Canyon trip. <laughs> my wife, my poor wife, she's still sour about it. She still talks about the Grand Canyon trip there where we didn't do the Grand Canyon. So I got to take her there. We'll go, we'll go see that. And, uh, but what I really want to do is, uh, some of the slot canyons out there, I had, it was Buckskin Gulch. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. Oh, I, I love those big slot canyons. Oh, they're absolutely gorgeous. They're wild though. We, we, we had the realization that, uh, it was, it was just a little bit outside of our experience level and there, there's some more learning to do to be mm-hmm. slot canyons. <clears throat> I don't know much about them, but I know enough to stay out of them. I've, I've heard it pretty. I've heard of the pretty tough to navigate. You really need to know what you're doing. You can get yourself in some serious trouble out there. So I don't know where Devin was at. Devin was in the chat earlier. He's uh, a Utah guy. Yeah. So he does yeah. a lot of the canyons and gulches and stuff like that. He's probably been to Buck, Buckskin, I would imagine. But yeah, um, we do we went to Escalante, and there's mm-hmm. some small canyons out there that are that are easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, those are kind of funny. It feels like you're going off trail when you're when you're out there in the desert because they just have Karens that you just hike from Karen to Karen. Right, right. It's very strange. So very cool. I can hike out there for the rest of my life. So what's you. some things um, that's out of the Hoosier? What's some things in the Hoosier National Forest that you have your eye on you haven't explored yet? Oh, boy. Um, you know, it's funny. In the book, there was a few places where I literally just put question marks on the map. And I even wrote it in, like, you know, more exploration. Because I really wanted to encourage people to go out and adventure and actually explore some. It's part of the reason why I didn't, I I purposely did not um, notate or caption most of the photos. Because I wanted to leave people questioning. That's good. Uh, That's a good strategy. Yes. <laughs> there is, I mean, there's a few, you know, a few little waterfalls here and there. There's uh, around Unicorn Ravine. I even mentioned that in the book that that is a huge swath of land, and there are several hollows that come up north from Unicorn Ravine uh, that would be excellent to explore. And, uh, you know, if anyone ever want some suggestions i'll give you suggestions well i'm going to take what you have here and go to a lot of these places and i'm only going to use your book as a reference so we're going to test out your information awesome yeah (laughs) bring a compass um so he doesn't know how to read one so it's it's (laughs) i don't know how to read one (laughs) um there's a place i wanted to ask you about in the book and it's it's just below buzzard's roost now i've been to buzzard's roost Mm-hmm. Um, I think didn't you didn't you like because you, you can there's a trail that you can go down to the Ohio from Buzzards Roost, mm-hmm. but didn't you find some stuff along the cliffs down that area? You know what? I didn't. I did. That's one area actually. That that's the real answer to the last question. Okay, is a uh, Buzzards Roost. I want to do some more exploring. It's yeah. just it gets so much sun on that side from yeah. the from the river. It's really overgrown. Like there's a lot of uh, 
vines and it was pretty wild and didn't look too inviting to me. Well, I, I, I've never been down that trail to get to the Ohio, but I know it. I know it's, I've looked over the cliff and I know it exists, but um, yeah, that's, this is a, uh, you can't really see it. This yeah, area right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and I did hike up that Creek too. I thought there'd be a couple waterfalls there, but that was one of the ones it was like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to put that on the map. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I try not to send ple people places. That's just like, pretty lackluster well that it seems like that place is going to change because they're actually making it a paid place now they're going oh. to it's going to be one of the many places that they improve uh, and and they you know they're going to make it uh paid so which kind of stinks it's like the last free place one of the last free places you can camp improve oh that's about well, improve <laughs> improve <laughs> yeah improve their income <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I, I, I guess some, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who enjoy improvements, but me personally, I, I'm okay with just hopping out of the car and, and rolling, tumbling down a hill with a blanket. And, all right. And, and doing it for free. Yes, and doing it for free. Oh, and I got to have a Subway sandwich. I'll be all right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so um, it sounds like we need to get a trip together sometime. Yeah. To get him out to the team and. Get you to Patent Cave, let you explore that, and yeah. then get you some yeah, drill yeah. out there. If, if you come to the spring meetup, and we're having it April 5th, 6th, and 7th, uh, in 24. We, since we're at Blackwell, it's only about what is it? What would you say? That's a three mile, it's two, it's a little over two miles out one way. Yeah. So it's like we'll it's do a day hike. It's, it's, it's a great day hike. You get into this nice valley, uh, so we'd be happy to take you to your first patent cave visit. Excellent. <laughs> I'm down. It's going on the calendar for sure. Awesome. And, awesome. And anytime you would want to get together, I think that'd be a fun trip. Cause I never really realized how fun it is just to go off trail until Chris and Chris really kind of got me into it. I was always kind of like, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going. I wasn't, you know, sure about it. It's like, eh, what if I get lost? And now I'm realized like, Hey, you just keep walking. You'll find something. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the Dean, as I know the Dean well enough, if I came upon a trail, I would be able to find my way out or I know that area well enough now, but it's, uh, it's always been amazing to me, all the cool places that we've seen just this summer. We, we camped with a group of people at a pond and then we wanted to camp the next day down by the Monroe Lake. So we're like, well, forget going back the trail and all the way around. Let's just take the shortcut and go, through and we came up on like some old old road beds and stuff that you would never see yeah. you know if unless you just got out there and explored right chris that's right <laughs> your tagline that's right but yeah i think you would uh really enjoy the off-trail stuff there too because there's there's probably so much out there that's untapped that we don't even know about chris with his ponds 20 something ponds i've been to eight myself and it's it's an you know it's an amazing totally different experience i think when you just like I'm heading out this direction and see what I find versus following a trail to a set destination. So there was the couple that just got lost out of there. And I know that article. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's kind of hard to do really. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. I was I, but I, I mean, looking at the map and I was like, okay, maybe if, if they picked the absolute worst direction, yeah, you could go several miles in a one particular direction without hitting anything. Maybe they just got mm -hmm. really unlucky. But you're going to hit a lake yeah. eventually. 
That's yeah. the thing about it. Either a road or a lake. A road in between. Trail. Um, I think if you're a fairly new and inexperienced hiker, backpacker, whatever, and you go out there, that is a pretty good piece of land. If you haven't studied a map and made yourself familiar with how the trails run and where they run, yeah, you could get lost for a while out there. I think it's always good to do your due diligence and stuff like that. But now, I mean, I look back at all these years I've been hiking out there. I'm like, how the heck could you get lost at the Deem? <laughs> you know, but I think back yeah. when I first started, I'm like, it was a big yeah, place before I started exploring it all, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got about eight minutes left. I want to give uh, the chat one more time, some, some time to ask questions. Is there uh, while they're typing in those questions, is there anything that you want to plug as far as your locations? We did your website. I did your, your Facebook group. What about your YouTube channel or any of that? Oh, how active? I, I know you've done some shorts, but how active are you planning on being on your YouTube channel? You know, I've got plans for, um, this winter yeah i, I want to start getting more active on youtube I've, I've got some good ideas for explorations okay I've, I've had some i've had some obligations uh last couple weeks so yeah i've been doing some stuff with uh with the caving organization so um but yeah i'm, I'm ready to get out in the woods start making some mm. videos i love making crazy videos <laughs> in the woods <laughs> i'm going to uh show your i'm going to ask the chat if they would go and give you give you some subs here is your youtube channel he's got he's he's got i i i didn't put two and two together but now that you told me about being a caber this all makes sense. <laughs> the work videos are wild <laughs> yeah that all makes sense now but uh everybody go out and just type in stoopwalker and or at stoopwalker and give him a sub and get him on his way to 1000 so he can make 30 cents a month like the rest of us oh boy. <laughs> uh, i think i do it for fun more than anything yeah yeah and and actually with the book even i, I really hope that the, the book ends up being a really good thing for the hoosier national forest because i, I want to see more people get out there and and utilize it more and maybe i, I kind of explained this in the forward of the book but as people start exploring more, maybe start uh, inquiring with the Forest Service, making some some little uh, suggestions for improvements. Yeah, maybe a maybe parking some... area here and there. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe a little more accessible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I tell you, I I definitely plan. Like I said, uh, I definitely plan on using it um, because of all the places that you've been to that I didn't know about. But I. Yeah. I, I have the exploration thing like you do. I, I enjoy going off trail. Um, and this is just a great, I think it's a great guide um, to finding stuff. Lots of places. Yeah. I can't wait to start seeing pictures come across. You yeah. know, if you go out somewhere and take pictures, send it that, send it my way, tag me in it. Yeah. I would love to see it. I'm, I'm really active on uh, Facebook. Um, I try and I try and be active on Instagram. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you a picture of a giant burial mound. Is what I'll do. <laughs> oh, all right. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> burial mound. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get my book and get into it and start reading it too. Mine will be here Saturday, so I'm nice. looking forward to it. So I can uh, start finding all these places before Chris does. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened. No. You know, the winter time is the time to do it, except um, we're about to get into modern gun season. 
purple. So I'll throw that out there. So get you some orange, y'all. Um, I have been on a trail before. It's called the Lick Creek Trail. And I have had a, a shotgun go off 50 yards from me. And I, and I was filming at the time. I was filming a YouTube video at the time. <laughs> and I hit the deck. <laughs> and I kept it in because that's just hilarious. That's good TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you roll into the Hoosier National Forest on the first, on, on opening weekend of gun season, there are pickup trucks lining the interstate, you know, mm -hmm. lining every road. And you're like, okay, everywhere there's pickup trucks, there are people in the woods with guns yeah. who aren't usually there. They only come out for one gun season, a lot of them. So yeah, yeah you got to be careful. Yeah, we were out last year gun season. Remember, Chris, and it it snowed. Yeah. There were still some hunters out, but there wasn't near as many because it was super cold and snowy. And we went all the way out to a place called Terrell Pond, and heck, we had a guy just come walking out of the woods. He's walking back to his truck. Yeah. You know, he's way back in there. But and I have found definitely wear orange. I have found an abandoned tree stand while out looking at one of these these old ponds. And it looked, it's abandoned, but it was looked brand new. And you're supposed to take those down. And and I reported it to the forestry, but um, but it was it's still there. I mean, I went back and it was still there. So. I, I found a lot of those, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of them, the, the one at Juban Creek is a, um, it, it, it's like my official marker for where to turn now, actually. <laughs> still there, huh? Yes. That's an area. That's an area I'm going to hit up this winter when it gets nice and cold. Hopefully, get some uh, frozen waterfalls. I love frozen waterfalls in the winter time. I can tell that's most of the waterfalls in your book because <laughs> yes. most of them are frozen. Yes. Um, okay. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for coming on, and I hope that everybody goes out and gets your uh, book. I know I'm going to use it as a resource, and there's I'm going to make plenty of videos about it. Um, I really, it was really nice to meet you, and and um, I hope that everybody goes and gives you a sub and, you know, it just um, you're doing a great service for those of us who love exploration and the Hoosier National Forest in writing, in writing this book. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's It's been great. It was really great meeting you. And uh, I will definitely be seeing you all in April. Awesome. Awesome. That'd all right. I'm going to put you I'm going to put, put you backstage for a little bit and we're going to close the show. But again, thank you for coming on. Cheers. All right. Awesome. I cannot wait to get my book so I can get reading Yay. on that. And that's it, it always amazes me. You know what I mean? Because I've learned a lot through like you or other Hoosiers who've gone out there and explored. It's like, oh, wow, I've never heard of that spot. Uh, you know, go out and check it out. So when you got that book and you started telling me about it, it's like, hey, we got to have this guy. Oh, look at all these great places. Yeah. Blew me awake because you do way more research on the stuff than I do. I just like, yeah, I'll go with you. But for somebody <laughs> to have, for somebody to have all these places that you've never even heard about really piqued my interest. Cause like I said, you do a lot of research and you've been a lot of different places throughout the state. And uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely excited to get my book and uh, we can start planning some trips around this. Heck yeah. And it looks like Jeremy yeah. just ordered the book. So uh, yep. but yeah, so. everybody go check him out. I mean, you know, that's, to, sh to share all those places in hopes that, you know, everybody else can see the things that he's found and just maybe it will bring a little more awareness to the Hoosier National Forest and maybe you'll get the state maybe spending some more money and get some more access to these places as well. And Yeah, as long as they don't 
cut down trees to pay for it. That's the part yeah. I want them to do. Or, you know, as long as people don't go out there and destroy the places that he's, that's always a, a fear, right? We kind of talked yeah. about that before. It's like, he's giving, you know, the uh, coordinates and everything else. And that's going to bring more traffic. So always remember to leave no trace principles. Yeah. Yeah. And but maybe yeah. that's, maybe we can educate people at our meetups more about that. Maybe that'll help tie stem maybe that tide. Um, so yeah, everybody, please go check him out. Uh, you can get his book on Amazon. That's where I purchased it from. Um, check his website out. There's a link on there as well. Uh, his Facebook, yeah. YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. Go show him some support. Um, where can we, everybody else find you, Chris? Well, I'm glad you asked Brian. Besides at <laughs> home. <laughs> oh, nice to know. Uh, I'm welcome. THG. Yeah. You know me, uh, that hiding guy everywhere. That's where I'm. Yeah, what about I you, Brian? Been... Where can people find you? Well, you can find me at Carlson Adventures on YouTube, Carlson underscore Adventures on Instagram, Carlson Adventures on Facebook, Carlson Adventures on TikTok, all those good places. And Grinder. And Grinder and, and Tinder and everywhere else. Um, yeah. uh, so if anybody's listening to this and hasn't subscribed to my channel or watched a couple hundred hours yeah, of a video do. for me, please do. I am finally coming up on the 1000 mark. I think I need about 40 more subs. I need about 700 watch hours. Um, so yeah, go out there, give me a sub, give me some watch hours. Uh, do your brother a favor. I've been working at this for a little while now. I'm gonna one k before the end of the year. That's what we're right. The way I've been trending, that shouldn't be a problem. But I mean, hey, I'm asking for all the help I can get out there. I'm not uh, embarrassed to ask, right? But right. I've got three videos uh, planned out for this weekend too. I got a little trip coming up, and I got a, two new little products I want to show off. So. I'll have some new uh, new stuff out there. Everybody's getting on me about putting out videos. But I'm like, I just put one out like three weeks ago. Come on. Well, that's because nobody that's, wants That's it. good for me. That's good for me. <laughs> but yeah. no, I can use some love too. So show me some love. But Show, show Carlson some love. Definitely. Yep. But hey, I appreciate everybody as well uh, that showed up in the chat and uh, for the questions and just joining us tonight. So with that, I guess we'll close the show out, Chris. Right, Chris yes. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Uh, get out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs>